history and our history. Flat Earth 2, you ready? Ah, uh, here we go. <laughs> Hey everyone, thanks for listening to the Mystery in Our History podcast, uh, where we take an in-depth look at all things urban legend and conspiracy theory related, and how they came to be. I'm J.R. Supa, that's Chris Berry, and here we yep. go. <laughs> uh, so after a nice, much-needed break from this particular subject matter, to talk about psychos handing out poison to unsuspe- uh, unsuspecting kids, we are back to continue our Flat Earth series. Woohoo. Exciting. If you say so. <laughs> <laughs> we left off on the last Flat Earth episode discussing Samuel Shenton, the founder of the Flat Earth Society. His life and the events that transpired to create the FES and then his death. So let's pick up on this episode with the FES, what they believe and how they justify those beliefs. Uh, and a couple things before we get started. So I want to be completely clear on this. We reached out to the FES multiple times to try and get an interview and hear straight from the donkey's mouth what they believe and how they justify it. They ghosted us. Both yeah. times. Every time we reached out. Ghosted. So... Everything we are discussing today comes directly from the FES website and wiki. That's right, folks. They have their own wiki. So (laughs) if we misinterpret anything, too bad. It's their fucking fault for not emailing me back. We try to be professional about this. Yep. They're a bunch of cowards. Come debate us, cowards. That's right. Number two, these flat earthers believe a lot of stuff. So there's a ton of content to discuss, and we're going to try and cover everything in this episode, but it's probably going to be in multiple episodes, at least one more, if not two more. Um, we're not going to do What we're not going to do is talk for two straight hours on this topic because we may blow our brains out, never mind you guys. Um, again, for me, that's literally still on the table. Uh, so here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure science will prove us wrong, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll come out of this flat earth. We'll, we'll come out as flat earthers after, guys, because the science is going to be so strong in this episode, I believe, right? That's what it's all about. <laughs> uh, he's going to kill me. Anyway, for the record, also disclaimer, we are not sponsored, still looking to be sponsored by Natty Light, but... I uh, filmed another podcast today, uh, another project that's coming up. I don't want to say anything else about it because I don't know if when this gets released, an episode of that will be released yet. Um, But we have another project. Four Guys Media Network has another project coming soon uh, starring myself and another friend of ours, Billy. Um, And so we filmed uh we actually recorded two episodes today we did a marathon session um but i'm like four of these deep (laughs) okay (laughs) so so just a little sauce today papa's feeling a little buzz going on right now um (laughs) so i'm like this is half a, a a can left and once it's gone i'm gonna stop but 
I just want to let you guys know if I look like my eyes are starting to close or if I'm uh, overly aggressive towards the flat earth topic tonight. It's partly because I hate it and it's partly because I'm a little sauced. <laughs> yeah. You might as well just get another one on deck, honestly. Just keep it going. I was thinking about it. <laughs> Dude, it's twenty five fifty for a 24-pack of these. It's cheap. Yeah. It's cheap drinking. It's awesome. Claws are six cans for $10. Put that, yeah, put that, that. Put that in, in, in perspective. White claws <laughs> are way more expensive than Natty. And Natty's <laughs> delicious. Anywho. Yeah. Super digressing. <laughs> Let's start with the FES, otherwise known as morons. Again, just about all of our information is coming from the Flat Earth Wiki, a website linked directly to the FES homepage to answer questions about Flat Earth. The website is, quote, dedicated to unraveling the true mysteries of the universe and demonstrating that the earth is flat and that round earth doctrine is little more than an elaborate hoax, end quote. <laughs> elaborate hoax. I guess that's the best they can all come up with, huh? It's just a hoax, y'all. It's just a hoax. Like the moon landing. Jesus. Yeah, and what a hoax. Well, I mean, we're going to get into the moon landing, but that's beside the point entirely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. We'll get there, guys. Don't worry. Don't worry. Here is the rest of their mission statement. The Flat Earth Society has dedicated itself to starting science afresh from the ground up to begin to see the world. I know. <laughs> Couldn't even get one sentence in. <sighs> Start again. The Flat Earth Society has dedicated itself to starting science afresh from the ground up to begin to see the world without bias and assumption. Experiment and experience has shown that the Earth is decidedly flat. Time and time again through test, trial, and experiment, it has been shown that the Earth is not a whirling globe of popular credulity, but an extended plane of time's immaterial. <laughs> so, the, the, the beginning there is way too hard to get through without laughing, because starting science afresh from the ground up afresh. is rich. That's rich. When you have to start out by saying, hey, we ditched science to prove our point, you lost. You automatically lost. <laughs> like, <laughs> holy shit, dude. Oh, so Jesus true. Jesus Christ. Just adjust the cam there. Little cam just. All right. They continue. Their mission statement's longer than, like, a normal mission statement, but that's beside the point. Throughout the years, it has become a duty of each Flat Earth Society member to meet the common round earther in the open, avowed and unyielding rebellion, to declare that this, his reign of error and confusion is over, and that henceforth, like a falling dynasty, he must shrink and disappear, leaving the throne and the kingdom of science and philosophy to those awakening intellects whose numbers are constantly increasing and whose march is rapid and irresistible. The soldiers of truth and reason of the Flat Earth Society have drawn the sword and air. Another generation has been educated and grown to maturity, will have forced the usurpers to 
abdicate like the decayed and crumbling trees of an ancient forest, rent and shattered by wind and storm, the hypothetical philosophies which have hitherto cumbered the civilized world are unable to resist the elements of experimental and logical criticism and sooner or later must succumb to their assaults. The axe is uplifted for a final stroke. It is about to fall upon the primitive sphere of the earth and will blow... This will surely cut the cucumber down in Veritate Victoria. Okay. Wait, 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 JR, you gotta hold up here. What the actual fuck did you just say? Like, did you just say that these guys are saying with no real evidence that they are right and that they know they are right because they did some experiments that proved nothing? And then not only that, but since we believe in a round earth, we sit on a throne of lies and they're here to liberate us <laughs> and shine this bright light of truth in our dark, misguided it's lives. So good. And let. Yeah, it's like, oh, we'll let you peasants in on the secret of flat earth. Like, am I this getting that literally so far? Scientology. This is oh, L. Ron God. Hubbard. This is, it's science uh, fiction. These guys, it's, it's so dramatic. And I will, I will um, say that I fucked up the last line. It's actually, and the blow will surely cut the cumberer down because we're cumbering um, society. I just, I was, Cucumber I would have made just as much. I sense, know, though. well, but that's the thing is, like, I literally, <clears throat> excuse me, I was laughing and like, I, the the whole screen was blurred as I was reading it, so I just read cucumber. But you're right, Cucumber would have made just as much sense. Just as much sense with Cucumber. It's just ramblings of a madman. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, oh my god. A little, little hydrate. Oh god. All right. That was crazy. Now, here's the funny thing. In Viritate Victoria, which literally means in truth victory. So they can't even get a Latin slogan right because... Victoria in Veritate sounds way better, but whatever. It's their mission statement. It's a stupid mission statement. I know. So far, I've seen better arguments for Flat Earth on, like, conspiracy boards than <laughs> really anywhere <laughs> uh, from their page. So, All right. Well, with their wiki and what they believe, we are going to just mm. go down the line here. Just as they have it listed, and if you want to see this stuff yourself, we have a link posted in the description to their wiki. On YouTube, we will try to post all of the pics to the links that they have as we can. But they use a bunch, so we might we're not gonna link them all in the description. They're, you know, but we will, however, post as many as we can as on the Four Guys Media Network Instagram, which is at the number four guys media. Yeah. Yeah, and come follow us, because we need those hits. We need that growth, guys. <laughs> But, so that, uh, so that no, I mean, seriously, like, us. if you're not, if you're not, you know, come follow us. Yeah. Also hit up mine. Follow yeah. me, too. I need that girl, too. Absolutely. Uh, at Chris <laughs> B O M G or at Chris yeah. B underscore OMG. God, I don't even know uh, my own Instagram. Yeah, I know. This isn't helpful. <laughs> I'm on there somewhere. I'm it's tagged somewhere. everywhere. Don't worry. Just type in Chris Berry. Yeah. The first section is their experimental evidence. Mm, yes. experimental yes. heavy quotes they provide a number of links 
that are supposed to help prove flat earth. So we followed each link, and this is where each one leads. Okay. Yep. Link number one is just a link to the next section in the wiki, so we will get into that next. Okay. Promising already. Great. <laughs> <laughs> link number two is a link to the book The Cellular Cosmogony on a site called Sacred Text. So there's that. But the site is essentially just pulling excerpts from the book to support the same theory as link one, which is cool. technically link two. So evidence two points back to evidence one. Again, yes. that's extremely promising. Yep. Link three was a link to a message board where Tom Bishop um, is conclusively demonstrating that the earth is flat. Here is what he states. Man, like... Real quick, message boards are so fun to dig around when looking at stuff like this, but it's never like solid stuff, you know? It's just like no. crazy stuff, but it's fun. Yes. Um, it is, and the funny thing is that like it's just this part of the message board. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, Just like, one part of it. Not it's even just, like right, it's not the board. whole message board. It's just this part of the message board. Sick. Here we go. I live along the California Monterey Bay. It is a, rev a relatively long bay that sits next to the Pacific Ocean. Thank you for the geography lesson. The exact distance between the extremes of Monterey Bay, Lover's Point in Pacific Grove, and Lighthouse State Beach in Santa Cruz is 33.4 statute miles. Yeah, Mr. Humblebrag over there. I live in a duplex, buddy. You can rub it in a little bit. <laughs> Jesus. On a very clear and very chilly day, it is possible to see Lighthouse Beach from Lover's Point and vice versa. With a good telescope laying down on the stomach at the edge of the shore on Lover's Point Beach 20 inches above the sea level, it is possible to see people at the water's edge on the adjacent beach 33 miles away near the lighthouse. Okay. The entire beach is visible down to the water splashing upon the shore. Upon looking into the telescope, I can see children running in and out of the water, splashing and playing. I can see people sunbathing at the shore and teenagers merrily throwing frisbees to one another. I can see runners jogging along the water's edge with their dogs. From my vantage point, the entire beach is visible. This reasoning is about as complicated and solid as, like, Arguing with a toddler. It's like it's a, a round earth scared him, so now he has to talk about flat earth to calm himself it's down. It's not going to get better. Oh, boy. I'm already sad. If mm. the earth is a globe, big if, and is 24,900 English statute miles in circumference, circumference the surface of all standing water must have a certain degree of convexity. Every part must be an arc of a circle. From the summit to any arc, such arc, there will exist a curvature or declination of eight inches in the first statute mile. In the second mile, the fall will be 32 inches, the third mile 72 inches or six feet as, down, as shown in this chart. Ergo, looking at the opposite beach, 30 miles away, there should be a bulge of water over 600 feet tall blocking my view, and there isn't. Yeah, like, okay, pal, but here's the thing, though. The light in my refrigerator turns on when I open the door. 
just because I never see it go off doesn't mean I go, I like, oh, well, the light's always on when I'm using the fridge. Evidence suggests the light's always on no matter what the proof is. Like, it's just taking something obvious to the naked eye and going, well, that's proof enough. Look no further into that. Like, it's uh, so it's bad. So, but hey. It's so irritating. Hey. Mm-hmm. At least he gives us the math. Oh, Jesus Christ. Here. Oh, oh, okay. Here's the math. Here we go. Here's the math. Oh, here's the math, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Okay. Suppose, if you will, that the Earth is a sphere with a radius of 3,900 and 63 miles that's all it's not a not a circle not a globe if you are at point p on the earth's surface and move tangent to the surface a distance of one mile then you can from a right angled triangle as in the diagram you can form a right angled triangle as in the diagram now for all of you listening on itunes um good luck following this but we will post everything to Instagram. For those of you watching on YouTube, these are going to be flying across your screen as we talk about them. Looking over a distance of one mile, we can use the theorem of Pythagoras, a squared equals 39,632 plus 12, which isn't a number, by the way, because he put the comma after the three, so there's just an extra <laughs> number. But anyway, plus 12, why 12? Don't know. Equals 15,705,370. And when we square root that figure, we get 3,963.000126 miles. What does that have to do with anything? I don't know. Thus, oh, here we go. He's going to explain it. Thus, your position is 3963.000126 minus 3963, which equals 0.000126 miles above the surface of the Earth. How? But okay. Uh, 0.000126 miles equals 12 inches times 5,280 feet in a mile times 0. 0.000 one two six miles equals seven point nine eight inches hence <clears throat> after one mile the earth drops approximately eight inches are you kidding me <clears throat> ergo looking across mm -hmm. 30 miles the pythagorean theorem becomes a squared equals 39632, which again, I think he's just adding a fucking number, plus 302 equals 15,706,269, and when we square root that figure, we get a 3963.113549, thus your position is all this math, blah, 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 above the surface of the earth, the exact same thing, hence after 30 miles, the earth drops approximately 600 feet. Okay, cool. I'm not going to double check any of that and just be, I'm just going to say sure. Because. Yeah. 
because you lost me there. <laughs> just a little bit. Uh, believe me, I lost everybody. I'm pretty sure everybody just turned off the fucking podcast at this point. But for <laughs> those of you who are still listening, he goes on to say, whenever I have doubts about the shape of the earth, I simply walk outside my home down to the beach and perform this simple test. The same results come up over and over throughout the year under a plethora of different atmospheric conditions. Oh, weird. Jabroni is like, oh, the Earth stays the same no matter what the weather is like. What an idiot. Yeah. Cool. Great statement. He goes on to say there are a number of different methods to calculate the drop of round Earth. Go ahead and look some up. Try a few out. You will find that the drop while looking over 30 miles is on the order of 600 feet. Jesus, dude. Moving on. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Link 4 is supposed to be Professor Mark Fonstad of Southwest Texas University mathematically demonstrating the Earth's flatness. But instead, it's a link to a website that sells random items such as apparel, much like the site uh, Touch of Modern. Cool. Yeah. Hey, selling merch is defo's proof of flat Earth. God, these are like the Jake and Logan Pauls of science. (laughs) Jesus Christ, dude. Link 5 is uh, discusses the further experiments which demonstrate a flat Earth in the book Zetetic Cosmonology mm. by Thomas Winship. The link, however, is just a link to buy the book, not an actual use of the book to support their claim. Cool. And, and of course, more Zetetic science, you know, the fake science. The yeah, We the couldn't get stuff. the results we want. Yeah. We, we can't get our results we want with real science, so we come so out ahead with fake science. So let's abandon it and just make this up yeah. instead. Yeah. Pretty chill. Link six is about a man who sparked a debate on Craigslist, of all places. And the funny thing is the link actually leads to a post on a Flat Earth forum talking about what they did on Craigslist. And then good old Tom Bishop decides that this is the only post on the page worth reading. (laughs) Craigslist. (laughs) Was was his ass hat looking for a used washer and dryer and then just started debating people on the flatness of Earth? Uh. I don't know. <laughs> How does this happen? <laughs> like, God, like I'm a conspiracy guy. And like when I'm shopping on things at Craigslist, I never bring that up. Yep. Just go get your thing. Just go get it. Well, here's anyway. what Tom Bishop decided was the only important part of it. Okay. I've, I've recreated the Bedford level experiment. I follow the tenets of Zetetic astronomy and I have conducted my own experiment or rather i recreated the experiment that samuel robotham conducted in the mid 19th century which provided evidence of a flat earth remember we discussed robotham last episode if you'd like more detail about the experiment do a wikipedia search for bedford level experiment but as a quick summary if the earth is a sphere which followed the mainstream model of gravity a still body of water would have a measurable curvature as an object travels away from you on the surface of the water, it should gradually sink until it eventually disappears below the horizon. The amount of drop would be predictable based on the presumed size of Earth's sphere. On a flat Earth, this curvature would not be present. So is this freak living in an alternate universe where this doesn't happen? Because it happens. like It gets better. Uh. Long stretches of smooth, relatively still water are difficult to come by. Thankfully, there's a canal in Wenley, England, Welney, sorry, England, which is quite still, very straight, and over six miles long. 
Over that six miles, a spherical Earth should produce a significant drop. But when I conducted the experiment, I did not observe a drop which was in any way consistent with a spherical Earth model. Whose right. spherical Earth model? Right. Because you guys are making up math. Right. To, exactly. to, okay. to be in the spherical Earth model. I'm sorry. I know, I know you have a, a lot to say on this, so go ahead. Oh, I'm just going to say strap in because, like, look, I'm no scientist, and I also don't live or work on a dock or a shoreline. However, I did grow up with my dad being in the Navy. Now, when he would be deployed overseas or go out to sea for a few months, me and my mom would always go and see him off on the submarine. We'd watch them take off a dock and just basically sail off. I guess sail is not really the word, but anyway. Uh, I remember watching... Yeah, exactly. So I would remember watching the sub go out to sea and eventually disappear. Um, And it didn't disappear at the horizon, uh, you know, as if the Earth was flat. It would always look like it sank into the ocean. Now, I know it's easy to say, like, oh, yeah, it's a submarine. It sinks in the water, yada, yada. And I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. However, being in that area, we also saw aircraft carriers, warships, um, all that kind of thing. Right. All those kind of boats that don't go underwater do the same exact thing. Um, also, I mean, have you ever never have you ever seen something on like the horizon that looks like it's partially underwater that it shouldn't be um, like a building like across a channel? Obviously, it's not underwater. It's the Earth's curvature. You can't see the ground. Um, I found a perfect example of that today. Um, it's from, uh, you're going to have to help me with this one. It's Alcott, New York. Is that correct? To Ontario? Um, I believe, yes. Alcott, New York. Yeah, Alcott, New York. Um, but basically, you can see the buildings over the horizon, but not the ground. And, and the thing that's upsetting with this flat earth thing is the argument holds no water. No pun intended. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it can pun, all be explained. Pun so very intended. Right. It's just all this stuff can be explained with simple, simple, simple answers. Yeah. Like, I'm a kind of a, a simpleton, and I just, I don't I know. know, dude. It just drives me crazy. Well, unfortunately, as far as I'm concerned, you lost all credibility when you decided to do this on Craigslist. Try it out on, <laughs> I don't know, like Reddit or something and see how that goes. I'm sure there's plenty of people that would like to discuss this with you on a forum like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, but also you can also find anyone who's gonna argue anything logical. Some stupid asshat white knight on Reddit, dude. I have such a love hate relationship with that website, man. I know. It's just like I could rant all day, but that's another episode, maybe. <laughs> oh, let's do a Reddit conspiracy one. Sure. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know what the conspiracy is, but dude, let's just do type it. in conspiracies on Reddit, and you'll have a fucking page and a half of them. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Link 7 and 8 are both about this Bedford Canal nonsense, but since there's just information on that page about it, we're just going to discuss that instead of beating a dead horse, uh, since we're going to be beating the shit out of a ton of other dead ones for a remainder of this episode. And sorry, advanced. <laughs> Nobody signed up for this. I know. The old Bedford level was the scene of further experiments over the years until 1904, photography was used to prove that the Earth is flat, which is just insanity. Remember good old Lady Blount? Mm. A staunch believer in the Zetetic faith hired a photographer. Hold on. Quick stop. Zetetic faith. I know they're nuts about this, the scientific method system from 
faith-based results. Yeah, because Zet- well, Zeteticism was essentially, it's just getting looped in with the Bible. God, how did I miss that? Yeah. It's, oh, this is, uh, I just religion, completely missed religion's that. Religion's a big thing here. They're idiots. Um, anyway. Mr. Clifton of Dalmyers, who arrived at the Bedford level with a firm with the firm's latest phototelescopic camera. The apparatus was set up at one of the end of the clear six-mile length, while the other end, Lady Blount and some scientific gentlemen, hung a large white calico sheet over the Bedford Bridge so that the bottom of it was near the water. Mr. Clifton, lying down near the Wenley Bridge, Welney Bridge, with his camera lens two feet above the water level, observed by telescope the hanging of the sheet and found that he could see the whole of it down to the bottom. This surprised him, for he was an orthodox globularist. And round earth theory said that over a distance of six miles, the bottom of the sheet should be more than 20 feet below his line of sight. His photograph showed not only the entire sheet, but its reflection in the water below. That was certified in his report to Lady Blount, which concluded, quote, I should not like to abandon the globular theory offhand, but as far as this particular test is concerned, I'm prepared to maintain that, unless rays of light will travel in a curved path, these six miles of water present a level surface, end quote. Like, seriously, though, how small do they think the Earth is? It's just like, oh, six miles, no curve. Flat Earth confirmed. Also, perception changes mm-hmm. when you use instruments. Always. Always. Like, oh, Jesus, man. I know. There's also an article demonstrating the flatness of Earth in the English Mechanic, a scientific scientific journal, English Mechanic article, which we will post a link to in the description. The last two links lead to a frozen site and a site about terra firma, the book we mentioned in the last episode that uses scripture to justify that flat Earth. Strong argument, guys. Let's pause here for (laughs) applause from all of us. Mm, Real quick. Now, is the Frozen website Disney's Frozen? Now, are they just promoting Frozen 2? No, it's a a 404 error. Oh. That's less less exciting. No, yeah, it's literally just completely Frozen. I was ready to like them again, but... I know. (laughs) So, let's move on to the next section. Section number two. All right. Which is technically link three because link one was the homepage, but doesn't matter. Yeah. As we discussed in the previous section, the first link they provided under their experimental evidence mm. just jumps you to this section. So let's get into this section titled, Ships Appear to Sink as They Recede Past the Horizon. Hey, that's what I said earlier. Come on. Don't now they're just copying it, me. Oh, yeah. Wait for <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. Fun fact. No, they're not. Okay, good. First observation I'm going to make here is that if a ship is appearing to sink as it sails past the horizon, wouldn't that imply the Earth is round? Bingo. It does for me, but maybe I'm just stupid. So let's get into their explanation. Hmm. Do we have to? I mean, logical people are with us at this point, right? I mean, we have to, but I don't We to. We do have to. <laughs> All right, we're going to go back to Robotham's 19th century lectures here for the nitty-gritty. So here it goes. On the sinking ship, 
Robotham describes a mechanism by which the hull is hidden by the angular limits of perception. The ship will appear to intersect with the vanishing point and becomes lost to human perception as the hull's increasingly shallow path creates a tangent on which the hull is so close to the surface of the ocean that the two are indistinguishable. The ship's hull gets so close to the surface of the water as it recedes that they appear to merge together. Where bodies get so close together they appear to be merged is called the vanishing point. The vanishing point is created when the perspective lines are angled less than one minute of a degree. Hence, the effectively, this effectively places the vanishing point a finite distance away from the observer. Sure, okay. That's a really long way to say that the boat's going over the Earth's curvature, but yeah, all right. Except he's not. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but it's funny because he's making the argument against it, but he's just making the argument. I know. It, yeah. Don't worry, it gets better. These guys confuse me. Yep. They it gets are. better, man. Yeah, all of this is confusing. <laughs> That's the point. He goes on to say, usually it is taught in art schools that the vanishing point is an infinite distance away from the observer. As so... And this is these are very visual descriptions. Yeah. So we're just proving points with art school now. Yes. All right. So cool. again, all of this stuff, if there's a picture involved, we're taking it from the wiki, it's up on the screen or we'll post it to Instagram. Um, but if you're listening on iTunes or SoundCloud, you're not going to be given justice for this particular part. Um, but you'll see Sorry, on the number four guys media at the number four guys media instagram page um as for the youtube audience the pictures are already going across the screen as i'm talking so here's your vanishing point <laughs> robotham goes on to say however since men cannot perceive infinity due to human limitations the perspective lines are modified and placed a finite distance away from the observer as so here's the new illustration robotham continues this finite distance to the vanishing point is what allows ships to shrink into the horizon and disappear as the hulls intersect with the vanishing point from the bottom up. As the boat recedes into the distance, its hull is gradually and perceptively appearing closer and closer to the surface of the sea. At a far-off point, the hull of the ship is so close to the sea's surface that it's impossible for the observer to tell ocean from hull, what the fuck are you talking about? Who knows, dude? This guy is all over the place with this. Yes, but this brings us to the final illustration and this conclusion from Robotham. While the sails of the ship may be visible, while the hull is perceptively merged, it's only a matter of time before it too shrinks into the vanishing point, which rests on the surface of the sea and becomes indiscernible from the surface. We know that this explanation is true because there are reports of half-sunken ships restored by looking at them through telescopes. Again, perception changes everything when you use yeah. instruments. Anyway, yeah. it has been found that the sinking ship effect effect is purely perceptual. I don't know why effect is in there twice. Either I'm an idiot or they're an idiot. I'm going with them. <laughs> <laughs> that a good telescope with sufficient zoom will change the observer's perspective and bring the ship's hull back in full view. This is not possible if the ship were really behind a, quote, hill of water, end quote, Hence, the effect which is usually thought to prove the Earth as a globe really proves it to be a plane. It's one of the first and primary proofs of a flat Earth. The fact that a telescope can restore a half-sunken ship 
demonstrates that the ship is not traveling behind a convex earth. In the chapter, Disappearance of Ships at Sea, of the book, Zetetic Cosmonology, by Thomas Winsip, Chip, 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 we read a number of accounts where the hulls of sunken ships have been restored by the aid of a telescope. I just loved uh, Winship, Ship, Ship, Ship. Ship, Ship, Ship. <laughs> I, I mean, that just this, this doesn't prove anything to me, though. Like, it's just... Nor will like, anything can... else we cover in this episode, but here we go. Man, because, like, here's the thing. Like, I've seen diagrams I know. places, not from I these know. guys, that just make me go, hmm, okay. Like, makes me think about it a little bit. It makes me go, oh, okay, yeah. These guys are just talking nonsense. Absolute drivel. And in circles. Oh, dude, it's driving yes. me nuts. Anyway, but sorry. But I, I will say, like, here's where you might be thinking. Well, if you have some more physical evidence of this, you might be able to open my mind up a little bit on the topic. Well, you're in luck, super fans. And by in luck, what I mean is all of the pictures of whatever was on that page next uh, have been removed. <laughs> Don't know why, because the FES never returned our emails. But all we can do is assume that the pictures, um, they were pictures of text or just pictures from the Zetetic Cosmonology book that was alluded to. Yeah, yeah. I, probably something was proven wrong is most likely the answer. So they just got rid of it. We're like, oh, don't look. Uh, my guess is you are 100% correct on that. <laughs> uh, they go on to say there are also accounts of restored hulls in the book Cellular Cosmonology by Cyrus Teed. And further reading on the subject can be done in a book called Basic Perspective. But we aren't going into either of those because we've already spent too much time on this stupid topic. <laughs> We have spent a lot of time on this really, really dumb topic. I know. Well, the best part is is that those are just the first couple sections. Ugh. There are a lot of sections. So if you guys liked our episode on Antarctica, you're going to love the next section in this wiki called The Ice Wall. But since we've already been talking about this for about 35 minutes, minutes or so... Yeah. Um, we're going to call it quits for this particular episode because these episodes are a lot to take in and we don't want to really go the full hour plus. Um, yeah. So that's where we're going to pick up on the next episode. And we will try and hopefully get through most of the next episode, finish everything off. But my ultimate promise is that we're not going to make you listen to this for over an hour. So, yeah. if you have any urban legends or conspiracy theories that you think we should cover, feel free to email us at uh, four the number four guys media network at gmail.com. Please make sure to subscribe and rate us on iTunes. Click the like and subscribe icons on YouTube on the Four Guys Media Network page, or check us out on SoundCloud by searching M I O H Pod, all one word. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time on the Mystery in Our History podcast. Bye. I got to that, that was that. I almost threw up my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, dude. Ah.
<laughs> You're leaving that in. Oh, absolutely. Oh, All of this good. Is in. Fantastic. <laughs> it's just gonna fade to black here.